With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Michael Clark with uh, James Merrillat, Clark and Company, uh, coming up on Broncos Blast. But right before that, we will offer you our weekly Argonaut Wine Liquor Toast uh, to fun with bubbles. <laughs> Not suggesting that you never outgrow your need for a bubble bath. No, it's approaching the right time, though, to say that bubbles are essential on Saturday mornings for brunch. Brunch always says to me, the good life is here. Eating and drinking between meal times is like having the first basketball game your dad takes you to going to overtime. Enjoy the good life. Here's to you. And you can get your bubbly at a one-stop shop at Argonaut Wine and Liquor, 760s Colfax, where you can find online sales on French wines of certain sizes, La Marca Prosecco, for the Italian flavor of brunch, champagne for that French flair, Lots of all your favorites now on sale. Liquid treasure that warms you and cheers you uh, going down. And uh, do it in a safe store environment, made even safer with online and phone ordering for delivery. Curbside or cash register pickup from Denver's biggest and best price liquor store, which has the largest selection of cold beer in Denver, more than 17,000 items in all. Let your fingers do the walking. For all those delicious items at sale prices at ArgonautLiquor.com, order over the phone for curbside, cash register, pickup, or delivery, or shop at Argonaut. Argonaut has it, and they deliver. 760 
East Colfax. And uh, we know our next guest, you can follow him uh, on Twitter at Ian St. Clair. Uh, read him at and listen to his podcast at Mile High Report and read him at uh, the lead writer at PlayColorado.com. Uh, and he will join James Merrillat and I now, Ian St. Clair. You're a little tired of losing, and so we're talking about fixing the Broncos today. Yeah, you can say that I am tired of this four-year of not even hitting 500 and five-year stretch of no playoffs. So it'd be nice to finally end this uh, ridiculous streak here in Denver. Ian, I'm uh, I'm right there with you, and uh, you know people tend to uh, say, "How? Oh, why are you so negative about this team?" It's like, hey, they haven't made the playoffs in half a decade. They haven't. This is the worst stretch in, in, since they've been a member of the NFL. Like, what is there to be positive about? That said, uh, George Payton <laughs> is on the job. He's the GM. Um, you know, he's only made a couple of moves so far in terms of uh, you know releasing AJ Bouye, um, Jarrell Casey this week, freeing up a lot of cap space. Um, did those moves surprise you, and do you see any more uh, cap casualties on the horizon? I, those two moves in particular weren't surprising. I think they, they should have been expected just because of the cap space that it saves them. Now, with both of those moves, the Broncos are around 42 to $43 million in cap space, and depending on where the final number comes in, and uh, the NFLPA rep for the Broncos and Brandon McManus has said it'll be around $188 million. So that might boost that number up a little bit, but I think those two those two moves were expected. In terms of other cap casualties, I don't really see anything on, on the horizon just because a guy like Jamon James, for example, carries a huge dead money cap hit, and I, I just I don't see anything else in terms of cap cap casualty moves. I, I do think, and, and I, I'm sure you guys will agree with this. What do they do now with Justin Simmons and Shelby Harris? They now have the money to do it. Get it done. Instead of waiting and letting it play out, just get both of those guys extended and be done with it. And I think that those are the two moves that I think right now are the big ones. And aside from from Von Miller and what they decide to do, and whether extending him or just giving him a new contract, something like that. But I think for now, in terms of, the next couple of weeks prior to free agency, I would look at Justin Simmons and Shelby Harris as the two guys to try to get extended. In terms of Justin Simmons, um, you know, obviously that's the, that's the big name. He's a guy that's played at a pro bowl level the last couple of years was an all pro uh, in 2019. Uh, We have heard though, there are reports that, Hey, they're going to use the franchise tag on him again. Um, do you look at it and think it's going to go that route and maybe they get a deal done before that July 15th deadline? Or is this something that they can, uh, you know, hopefully get something put together before they even have to use the franchise tag? How do you kind of see this playing out in terms of the, the steps involved with the, with the Justin Simmons situation? I, I think with Justin Simmons, I, I, I think that that franchise tag is there as a safety blanket where if they're not able to get an extension in place, then they can just put on the tag and that can allow them to continue to negotiate. And as long as Peyton and the Broncos are in a situation where they're negotiating with the reps of Justin Simmons, I think that can be, it won't be viewed as a negative so much from his camp and from him. If that's the way they're going through it, I I hopefully right now they are going through negotiations and they're trying to hammer out a deal because I think both sides want to get it done 
especially with George Payton saying what he has said over the, the few times that he's been in front of the media. Um, so I, 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 there's no doubt that I that the Broncos want to get him back, and I think he wants to come back. It's just a matter of making sure that there's that good faith, and I think that comes from the fact that you're negotiating now, you're you're opening, you're open to discussions, you're listening, and then if they can't get anything extended and they can't reach it by the time free agency starts, then that's where you put on the franchise tag. So I view it kind of like hopefully they're going through the process now, and if they can't get to it, then the franchise tag is more is viewed as kind of like a safety blanket to where he can't then go out and hit free agency. Earlier in the show, uh, when we opened up, uh, James Merrillat was eloquent on getting the coaching staff out of the Stone Age, having had the wrong hires here, and I especially agree with him about Pat Shermer, but Vic Fangio fits the uh, definition uh, as well as James James described it. But neither one of you guys have talked yet about quarterback in terms of fixing the Broncos. Obviously, Deshaun Watson is is the most uh, is the guy everybody wants on the tip of everybody's tongue. But failing that, a guy I've been pushing for a couple of years, would Teddy Bridgewater uh, be a, be a big step up here and be uh, someone who could take the next step with the Broncos? Or what's your quarterback situation, Ian and uh, James? I'll, I'll go first. I, I think for me, obviously, the, the big fish is Deshaun Watson. And I, I think we've, from the multiple reports from Jeremy Fowler, from James Palmer, from Mike Kliss, in some form or fashion, they've all said if Deshaun Watson becomes available, then George Payton and the Broncos will be aggressive. And I hope that's the case. I hope that they will do whatever it takes to get Deshaun Watson because you're in a division now that has Patrick Mahomes but also has Justin Herbert. You can't continue to go through and compete with those two teams and those two quarterbacks with someone who's not on that level. So Deshaun Watson is definitely the guy that they have to go out and do whatever it takes to get, whether it's offering three first-round picks and Drew Locke and maybe a defensive player, so be it. You do it because you get Deshaun Watson. That can alter and shape the franchise similar to what Peyton Manning did in 2012 when he signed in Denver. Aside from that, I think Teddy Bridgewater would be uh, an interesting choice. I I think Ryan Fitzpatrick would be interesting just so that you could get Mile High Fitz magic into Denver. Whether or not that moves the franchise forward anyway, in, in any way, I'm not sure. But to me, it's I'm all aboard the Deshaun Watson train and whatever it takes to get Deshaun Watson to Denver. I uh, Yeah, I obviously agree with that. I, I'm on board with a quarterback change if it's a significant upgrade. And, and to me, in, in terms of veteran guys, obviously Matthew Stafford would have fit that category. Deshaun Watson certainly does. I even thought Carson Wentz would have because I think he just was in a bad situation in, in Philly and had one one down year. And once it goes bad in that town, it's hard to turn that uh, that ship around. So from a veteran standpoint, those guys would have been of interest to me uh, in terms of the rookie class. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, maybe even Trey Lance. You could you could sell me on that, and I could get on board with that change. But other than that, unless it's one of those guys, I don't think it's a significant upgrade to go Teddy Bridgewater or Ryan Fitzpatrick or Andy Dalton. I mean, would they be better in 2021 than Drew Locke? Maybe, but to what extent, right? Like, So you get to 8-8? Eight and eight? Well, you're not making the playoffs. You're not building anything that then in 2022 you're going to jump to 10 and 6 and 11 and 5. 
all you're doing is getting caught in no man's land in the NFL, which is mediocrity where you're picking in the teens instead of in the top 10. That doesn't do you much good. So uh, I, I'm probably a bigger fan of Drew Locke than most people. I think he showed some flashes this year. Um, there were times when he made plays and you thought, okay, this guy can do it. Obviously, he has to be more consistent. Obviously, he has to um, he has to reduce the mistakes. There's no doubt about that. But if you're not going to significantly improve from from Drew Locke, and that's a guy that's a veteran that can come in and make you a playoff contender immediately, or it's a rookie that you can say, hey, this is who we're building around for the next decade, then I think you just stay the course and you try to develop the kid and you hope you can make the flashes not the exception but make him the rule. That would be the path I'd go down. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I, I think unless they're able to get someone like Deshaun Watson or even bigger pie in the sky, Russell Wilson, I, I think they will stick with Drew Locke and run it back with him in 2021. So I I, I totally agree with what James said there. Hey, uh, we got to go to break here. Ian, um, great, talk, great talk we do fixing the Broncos' woes. We hope your suffering doesn't last much longer. James Merrillat grew up in this town also, so I'm sure you're both uh, – been suffering with these lean years uh again listen to the mile high report radio podcast with uh ian and uh, adam malnati every week on mile high report and uh ian will be in touch again soon thank you thanks guys hey this segment was brought to you by framed art keep calm and frame on with brian hart at framed art not just the broncos players and organizations uh, we should remind you they do a lot more than that down there uh, including all the teams in town. But uh, check out on Twitter or on their Facebook page, at Framed Art, the Framed Chuck Liddell-signed UFC Iceman TV uh, fighting trunks, uh, a piece of sports memorabilia. They can do the same for you, memories that last a lifetime. Uh, you can call them personal and sports memorabilia to museum-quality fine art. Go to the award-winning framer for all of Metro Denver. Framed our 3065 South Broadway. When we come back, spring practice has begun. We do Ram Roundup. Kelly Lyle from the Colorado joins us. And uh, as guys hit the field, Nate Craig Myers declares for the transfer porter, wide receiver. We'll see uh, as the Adazio era, Adazio era finally uh, ended the Rams as NFL wide receiver U. We'll talk about that next.